Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Theory of Conspiracy. My name is Mike, and as always, I'm joined with Roll. And today, we are going to be talking about Project Bluebeam. But before we get into Project Bluebeam, we always like to cover current events, so I'm going to toss it over to Roll. Roll, what is going on in the world of conspiracy this week, the week of August 14th? We record a week out just to not pull the wool over everyone's eyes, but what's going on, Rolando? Yeah. How you doing, Mike? Yeah, so good good stuff here. So we I once made a comment saying that there's so much weird stuff happening in the world today that we can just talk about current events and we can probably have enough episodes to sustain ourselves for life. We don't have to go back 50, 60 years anymore. So I want to hit on a few things that I thought were kind of crazy. Uh, for one, there's the Maui fires happening in Hawaii and, you know, prayers and those. Yeah. So, um... What we know about those, and it's already, I, I guess, because of the social media, everything takes on a conspiracy type, uh, you know, life of its own almost. Life know. of its own, yeah. And it could be are people just, you know, exploiting these, or is there a different point of view perspective to what's going on? So, what we know happened, at least so far, and, you know, it, it looks pretty bad. You know, Maui was ravaged. Uh, they, they're saying that right now the debt toe is maybe just under 100. And from what I've heard about it. They're saying that there was high winds in Hawaii that caused some power lines to go out. The power lines are what caused a fire. I guess there's been some invasive grass that was flammable and all of that caught up. I mean, this is a place where volcanoes happen and all that, but they're, they're blaming the, the, electric, the electrical wires here. Now, if you go on TikTok and look up the Hawaii fires, you will see that there's a lot of people that are reporting something a bit different. They're saying that it's a lot worse than what they're saying on the media, that the Debt toe is likely in the hundreds, if not thousands. And there's even the conspiracy, you know, component of it where they're saying that it may have not been that, that maybe it's perhaps, and I don't even want to say this because it's a real life tragedy and it's sad, but it's just, you know, there's, there's ideas. There are, out pe- there. There are people saying this. We don't necessarily agree yeah. with, with the conspiracies, but it's right. you know, being a conspiracy and, and some show of them like are, the- are people coming from that where they're blaming energy weapons or things like that, which we've heard about for different fires. We haven't really covered wildfires in the in this show yet, but that's something we've seen, you know, in Canada. And those and are definitely conspiracies that the government starts these fires to control crops or or climate change climate part change. of that, that that's being used as a pretext here and it, this may tie into what we talked about a little bit but but wanted to talk about that you know just just to draw a shout out and you know just that we hope everything goes well and they get the people of hawaii get the support they need there the other thing i wanted to talk about was the crazy plain lady tiffany gomas um, yes. i'm sure you've heard about that uh do you know the quote off of hand uh i can i can do a paraphrase probably yeah. That motherfucker is not real. <laughs> yeah. Something like that, right? Yeah. She's a famous social media video that took off. She's a pretty lady and she gets a rants in front of a bunch of, uh, you know, plane goers and says, listen to me right now. Yeah. That the, the mm. motherfucker is not real. Um, and that, that took off where people were like, what were you talking about? Are there reptilian? Like there was no really context for it. And we haven't talked about it on the show, but people are like, was she seated next to a reptilian? Was it a shapeshifter? Was it uh, an Anunnaki? Was it uh, simulation theory? Is it Final Destination? So there was some other video of her uh, when she got off the plane where she was saying, hey, basically like, like Final Destination where she's talking about, you know, uh, that plane is something's going to happen to it and, and all of that. 
I'm excited to, well, I want to add on to that when you're done. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Good. Add on okay. to it. Add on to it. So, so there's actually a conspiracy about that conspiracy already. Yeah. Where, where she's a plant and it goes into kind of what we're saying about Project Bluebeam, like uh, faking alien invasions and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. she did uh, a supposed Illuminati sign where you point two fingers up and two fingers down and as above is below kind okay, of situation. Yeah. And when she, mm-hmm. and when she did it, and so they caught her on camera doing that. So she's part of the, the misinformation for the aliens and stuff like that. So again, pick your own adventure guys. Um, it's uh, every which way uh, when it comes to conspiracies, which I think is fun. I don't know. Uh, some piece, some people may say it's damaging to our society. I think it's uh it's a good old time. So let's uh, what were you, what were you going to continue on with that, with that though? Well, I guess she's come out now and she uh-huh. issued an apology, an apology for her American Airlines rant here. And other people are saying, oh, this is fake or she's been, you know, replaced or something. But right. she's yeah. basically did a, yeah, did an apology where she's she's now she's now becoming like the face of mental illness, I guess, where she's like going from she just kind of apologized, said she's sorry about it and all that. And, you know, to hey, we need to talk about cyberbullying and mental illness. So I guess the way she addressed it, it was maybe she just had a freak out. I, I couldn't really tell. But now which she's is plausible. It can happen. So, so only in America where you become where you have a rent in the plane and now you're the poster child for how to how to fix this mental illness problem. So yeah. that's that. And so I, and I, guess, I guarantee you, like you were saying, some are saying that she's been replaced and you know, cloned and now yeah. It's, right. Right. So that so that was all squash. She was just having okay. a psychological breakdown. No reptilians in this flight, guys. Oh, the age of the internet. Yeah. yeah. But there may be some in Peru. And this is the other thing I want to talk about. And this may tie into exactly what we're talking about here. So we had the uh, Las Vegas aliens that were spotted in the backyard. Now and trying to trying to start the the uh, the. The dump, the dump truck or whatever. The, the bulldozer that bulldozer, they're sitting in. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So now there's been some reports coming out of Peru lately of these seven foot tall aliens that are dressed in what's described as green goblin armor. If you've seen the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and that there was a, a woman who was apparently attacked, like her, her neck was scratched and there was just other people who were scared off and they were reported to be levitating and flying around. And there was some other video that's being mixed in where it's a guy being pulled out of a river who has his fa- his skin pulled from his face uh, that they're saying were the aliens or piranhas. It could have been piranhas, but they're, they're throwing all these together. Well, those are alien fish, just so y'all know. Is, uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what's interesting, and this is something that we were talking about. We have our friends group chat and we were like, oh, it's aliens. And I was like, well, you know, I'm doing the Project Looping research. It's like, well, it may not be aliens, right? Like right, that's what right. this whole thing's about. I mean, well, why, be, why don't we do a, a brief, we, we, a brief description of Project Bluebeam real quick, just so yeah, people know what that. it is. We've talked about it in previous episodes and alluded to it, but we we figured we, this is this is canon. We need to put Project yeah. Bluebeam in there. It's a big one. Yeah, we need people to know what it is. Yep, yep. go for. It. Yeah, you want to do do a little. Uh, hey, I'll do a brief. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do a brief description. You tell me how far off or how spot on I am. Spot on I am. Um, so Project Bluebeam is uh, basically that the. Uh, the powers that be the the world government or you know the united states or you know great britain or whoever you know whoever's in cahoots is going to stage a fake alien invasion to be to create a one world enemy um so that they can rally around it and um and basically uh make a a one world government and uh, fight against this fake invasion did i get that and and is that the log line did i get it what in a sentence 
That is the log line. Yep. So that this has to do with suppressed technology. So, I mean, there still may be aliens here or there, or they may not be. It could be that we've, we've actually way more, we're actually way more advanced on a, you know, weapon, weaponry and vehicular technology that's been suppressed. And for those in the know, they're going to be utilizing those to create this, this uh, project blue beam here. So let's talk about that a little bit. Now with the, I'm trying to tie this back to the Peru alien attacks really yeah, quick. Let's, let's, yeah, yeah, tie yeah. It back in. We're going to go, yeah. we're going to go real deep into blue beam, but, uh, so when we were talking, our friends, right, we, it was me, you, our, our buddy, Ed, who will probably be on the show uh, sometime. I was thrown out there that maybe maybe it's not really aliens. Maybe it's like some supervillain group that's out there that has this supervillain tech. You know, like think of uh, Cobra and G.I. Joe. Think of the Legion of Doom or something. And the fact that they're dressed up like Green Goblin armor type, maybe it's Green Goblin. Maybe it's Oscorp. Maybe it's the Green Goblin people, if you know Marvel. And it was like, ha, 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 yeah, it's uh, alien. It's it's really aliens. Well, I don't know if you're a non-believer. I'm like, oh, I'm not saying not, but it could very well be. Like, who's who's flying from another galaxy to come uh, here he, and scratch he, a woman on the he neck? Actually, he actually uh, called us colonizers. We didn't believe him because they're Peruvian. And he... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he did say that, and he was like saying that. Well, you know, Peru has a has a rich history of ancient aliens, which is true. You know, I brought up the elongated skulls that are famous there. Absolutely. There's uh, yeah. monoliths there, so absolutely. But and we had to come back with like, hey man, you know, that, that's that's all fun, and you know, that's all good and fun. But you know, we, I, I get your joke, but we're, we're just we're just trying to give you the other option here, Ed. You know, right. Like just looking at it through the 2023 lens, so the aliens have helped the the Peru Peruvians with all this stuff, and now they're here scratching ladies on the neck and scaring them away by flying at them. Like it's right. it's more super villainry to me. Yeah. So, and it goes in line with some stuff we're going to hear today, uh, especially stuff that Stephen Greer, who's been big on the Disclosure Project, has been uh, been alleging. But I want to share this article that I just found today with this, where I'm like, oh, told you so. Excited, Maybe. excited. Let's hear it. So, uh, so this, the headline is Peru's seven foot tall alien attackers are illegal gold mining gang claims officials. So, uh, law enforcement. Yes. Okay. All right. So may may or not. (laughs) So this is what they're saying. And it's still crazy. I mean, this is what I'm talking, even if it's not aliens, it's still insane to think about if this is what's going on and it it changes the discussion and it, it, you know, lines up project blue beam. So they're saying that the, the creatures who were said to be floating and armored because they were being shot at and they were bulletproof, you know, that's what green, that's what Oscorp tech should do, allegedly, you know. Uh, Teflon, all that stuff, right? Yeah. And even was, stronger, even stronger. It's like some vibranium stuff, you know, it's like, boom, like absorbing yeah. energy or something. So they're saying, right, that they were compared to green goblins. The the uh, theory that law enforcement are saying is that, that these people are actually uh, part of a, a mafia belonging to Brazil's, to Brazil's, oh, I'm going to butcher all this, Promiria Commanda de Capita. So they're saying that th- this is this is basically like a gold mafia and that the reason they were doing this was to scare the crap out of people and they actually have jetpacks. So this jetpack flying gold stealing cartel is in Peru, dressed like aliens, freaking people out and, you know, like, get away from my gold. It's Scooby-Doo. It's Scooby-Doo, yeah. right? Right. And... So that, but they're Scooby Doo at high. It's not just a rubber mask. It's it's legit armor that blocks bullets, and they can and, float. Yeah, and, and jetpacks. Jetpacks, yeah. And it's it's insane, but it's also like I don't know, like yeah, like this. 
we're going to talk about some Stephen Greer stuff, which is not that dissimilar from this, which may point to there being uh, armies groups out there, mercenaries, contractors who have access to this technology, whether it's alien or not. And they're using or, it. To or if it's not alien, it's, it's, uh, it's advanced technology that the governments have made that they have gotten on over the black market. Right. I've heard that before as well. Yeah. yeah so that's that's what think, is lining think, up. Uh, think uh, Black Panther and um, the the dude that's trying to steal the, all the yeah. tech. Yeah. The, with yeah. The claw, the claw guy. Yeah. The claw, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's his, that's his supervillain name in the. We always keep on. It just we claw. always keep on going back to Marvel movies, but I mean, it's uh, it's I. It's on, the, it's on the news, people. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'm a, ridiculous, like saying yeah, that. I'm a big Marvel DC fan, and the more I've read about like the DC and Marvel pan- pantheon, it, all of it ties back. It's not just like some stuff that they've come out with. It's stuff that ties into the gods. It ties into like ancient aliens. It ties into all these different ideas that are out in the ether or, or connections that they're making where I'm like, huh, it's kind of interesting that the... Uh, like Marvel uh, Eternals is not so different from like ancient alien theory or the, right. you know, the, the pantheon of Wonder Woman and the Greek gods is not so different from the Anunnaki, just stuff like it just keeps combining the, the scrolls who are shape-shifting reptilians. Right. They've, they got this from the, the UFO lore and uh, the lore that's, that's existed for a long time. Got it. And that's why we have to reference Marvel DC because it's a, it's a way to talk about because because they uh, they're they're referencing shit that we've heard about you know twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into Project Bluebeam. So yes, please. The the theory was proposed by a Serge Manast. Hopefully, I'm saying it right. Uh, who is basically a conspiracy theorist. Interesting enough, what I found out about this guy was he was the basis. Uh, we talked about the we did our conspiracy in movies episode. We mm-hmm. talked about the movie Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson. Right. Uh, apparently, that character was modeled off of this guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so did not know that. That's Jerry that's... Fletcher. Didn't didn't know that either. So, so yeah, he was a, a Canadian investigative journalist, conspiracy theorist, and he he had um he published several books talking about the New World Order things like that, and he came out with with a book saying Project Bluebeam NASA, and he proposed th- these ideas that that NASA is using this technology. And they're going to usher in a few things with that. You had you had mentioned the, the New World Order. That's definitely part of that idea there. So what uh, what he said was going to happen were where there were four steps in order to get that. He said for one that there was going to be artificial earthquakes, uh, which I've I've begun to see that stuff on my TikTok about uh, artificial earthquakes and earthquake machines. But he said that there was going to be these artificial earthquakes that were going to be going off strategically all over the world and that they were going to reveal um, artifacts, reveal structures that we didn't know were there and, you know, like Tartaria. And it was going to, re- once these structures were revealed, it was going to basically alter our whole like world history. I guess it's going to change the whole doctrine of what we believed and or didn't believe, which, you know, could tie into ancient alien theory, whether it's real or not, or could tie into, you know, God. The, Smith, or, Smith, Smith, uh, the Smithsonian. Smithsonian, yeah. Cover up, uh, cover so there would be something there that's going to shake the faith of people because they're trying to also out uh, world religion with it. They, uh, the other thing was that they have access to this advanced hologram technology. Uh, I guess that they're you know, saying that they, they may not actually be flying ships, but just uh, holograms and that they're going to sim- simulate some sort of 
light show for the world where there you're going to see Jesus and Buddha and all, all of that. And then you're going to see them form into one new God so that you were basically getting all the, you know, all, all the religious people to now believe that maybe there's something that, that whatever's coming is part of their rapture or end of the world experience okay, there. Yeah. Um, the other was, was that through technology, through AI, through um, low frequency waves, whether that be 5G and chat GPT and things like that, that there was, they were going to be able to start controlling thought to maybe be em- emitting images into our brain to have us. Uh, well, guess- well, they, they, they're already, I don't know if you saw the, the news story. This is a legitimate, this is a mainstream news story, by the way, where uh, McDonald's is uh, looking to do uh, sub, sub, cerebral uh, advertising at night when people sleep where they can get in and basically do like a low frequency commercial that basically is like, I'm loving it. You know, I'm loving it. You wake up, you're like, I need an egg McMuffin now. Chicken nuggets are fucking awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's no, that's a legitimate thing. So, so if that's coming out into the forefront of advertising, you know, how long have they had that technology where now the corporations are using it for ad revenue? What were they using it for? before right. you know not the corporations you know so yeah anyway just thought i'd uh, point it out because that is topical there was some stuff in cuba a few years ago where there was some um i, I didn't do the proper research just bringing this up with you is um I, I think they were they worked at an embassy they were visiting and while they're in their hotel room they basically started getting burned like they started feeling this burn on their skin they had marks on it and they couldn't identify what it was and uh, i guess what came out of it was that there was some sort of sort of uh, energy weapons being beamed at them through their hotel room that was causing them to like set their brain on fire, set their skin on fire. So there's, there's something to that on the advertising front and on a a weaponry front there. So this guy was talking about this, uh, there, the early nineties. Yeah. So that's interesting. So the other thing he said was that, and this is why you're probably seeing hashtag project blue beam on all your alien stuff, because this, this is, this is like the alien people. Y2K that's coming up is, uh, and for those who don't know Y2K, the year 2000, everyone thought the, the computers yeah. were going to turn on us and yeah. shut down. Right. The end of the world and stuff, Mayans and Aztecs and things. But he says that beginning in the year 2024 or so, that the alien invasion would, would be beginning here. Uh, that it's gonna, it was going to alter mankind's future, that the world would witness this massive invasion here. That you would see these holographic images all over your major cities there and that there would be attacks and this would... This would, on one hand, get people to unite because you no longer would see, you know, political boundaries or, or country boundaries. Like we talked about the Watchmen on uh, a few episodes past. This was that plot exactly. Unifying, unifying people based on the threat coming from, uh, from outside and basically ushering this new world order, this digital currency, this control over people. And Reagan, Reagan also stated it in like one of his states of the union. He was just like, you know, what if there was, I, I, I like to think of a world. Yeah, I have those those quotes lined up for you, Mike. Oh, well, then I won't, so, I won't ruin it. You go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just to go with those, because this is an idea that just, it's not just here. It's We've seen it in movies. We've seen it. Even our politicians are saying the same thing. So Ronald Reagan, in the, he was president in the like late 80s, early 90s. He said this, I think, around 1990 or so. I didn't write down the year. He said, and I quote, perhaps we needed some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond. I occasionally think how quickly our day, our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? 
question Ooh, mark. Yeah, why well, do you have Reagan. to see that model, Reagan? Yeah, I mean, Reagan. I mean, he was an actor, but he sure he sure oh, he knew how to dr- play us like a fiddle with that one. Yeah, that was very dramatic, Ronald. You could have just stopped at that, an alien threat from outside this world. We would have got the point. Yeah, we would have got unified. But then he says, is not an alien force already among us? Like, oh, what? Yeah. Way to, way to get the... And then he was also pushing the whole uh, uh, Star Wars defense initiative to, you know, get, get uh, you know, the, the Death and, Star and all that. And exactly. And some say that that actually happened. But, you know. Yeah. You know. There's another quote I want to read since we're doing the quote thing. This is by Henry Kissinger. And this was in an address to the Bilderberg Group back in 92. Henry Kissinger, um, if you do, he's been a figure throughout history with the UN and just being a, um, basically like a diplomat, an advisor to presidents. So he said this, he said, today, Americans would be outraged if UN troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told there was an outside threat from beyond, whether real or promulgated, that threatened our very existence. It is then that all peoples of the world will pledge with world leaders to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with this scenario, individual rights will be willingly relinquished for the guarantee of their will, uh, well-being granted to them by the world government. Yeah, I mean, and and we've actually seen this on smaller scales uh, after 9/11 and stuff like that. And whether right. or not we needed it, or you agree we needed it or not, there are there are liberties and freedoms that we've given up for safety. COVID, yeah. We, yeah, COVID, we COVID. Were, like who would have thought oh, that people that. the world will be locked in for so long and Mars Jesus. Mars Jesus. Jesus. This one this one's off oh, YouTube as well. Now I gotta why did I say that? Uh can we <laughs> the, can I just he, he didn't say he didn't say uh he I said didn't co- say that co- it didn't happen. He said COVID. C O V I D um <laughs> That's crazy. You can't even say what actually happened because that no, is what you happened. Can say, you can you can say it. There's just gonna be like a, a, a Oh, they're gonna put a warning on or warning stuff. on it, some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. At least it's not like those warning labels in Europe when you're trying to buy a pack of cigarettes. Like, do you, know, you want like, you want black lung or baby death? <laughs> baby one, death filtered. Which, which one, one has menthol? Which one tastes better? <laughs> <laughs> Probably baby death. It's, it's fresher. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. You know what I'm talking about with the cigarettes? And, yeah. No, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Over there. Okay. It's, it's fun. It's it's uh they just uh funny they give more of a shit but less of a shit you know what I'm saying like it's just like you have all of those pictures on the cigarettes or in the alcohol and stuff like that yeah but but they don't you know they'll sell it to a twelve year old they don't <laughs> at the bodega they don't give a shit as long as you know what you're getting into kid yeah exactly exactly black lung here oh god that's funny dude. <laughs> all right I forgot so, about that stuff all right anyway so, so pro- project bluebeam so this was. So these were the the four breakdowns, the four steps for Project Blue being by a surge. Some some interesting things with surge. Um, and I tried to find some like what happened with that. I I can't find anything. It's so hard with this internet. So he, um, so something happened with with him as far as his kids being taken away from him. I, I guess he was homeschooling his his kids. Uh, he's you know says a lot of stuff about the government. He was. He was arrested one night. His kids were taken away, and I, I guess he spent the night in jail. And the very next day, when he was sent home, he had a heart attack and he died. So some people say, "Hey, his kids were taken away." Some people say he was silenced, and things like that. But I try to find out what happened to his kids. Uh, where is ki- where are his kids at today? I can find anything. Just this idea that that's what happened. His kids were taken away. He was did arrested. You, did you go to Duck Duck Go? 
I do go to DuckDuckGo. Yeah, that's that's my source for, yeah, I don't go to Google. When I want weird stuff and I don't want to be tracked, I go to DuckDuckGo. 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 That's a commercial. Yeah. That's a commercial. Yeah. Hey, guys, you should pay us some money, DuckDuckGo. Yeah, I I have a song and everything for it already. How how does the DuckDuckGo? It goes like, DuckDuckGo, DuckDuckGo. Oh, that's some cubby cubby bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't really know that song or... I don't know the Cubs words, but I figured I'd replace okay. everything and make it, you know, search engine reference and, and just Google and you sold a jingle. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Good yeah. shit. Cool. So, uh, so this artificial heart attack, right? There's this idea about the heart attack. And I want to, I want to talk about the heart attack here with project Bluebeam. I thought it was going to be a nicely, I was like, we're going to do a short episode of this and no went down the rabbit hole and it went deep and, again. It always goes deep, man. So people ask, um, yeah, that should be, that should be a tagline The theory of conspiracy. We go deep. <laughs> yeah, we do. We sure do. Um, so but the idea of heart attacks, right? Can we have people have artificial heart attacks? Like, like, of course it's, it's, a, it's, that's lies. It's not, it's not feasible. Well, in the seventies, there was a congressional hearing done with the CIA where it was presented that the CIA did have access to a heart attack gun. Look up the heart attack gun. I've, I've actually looked this up. Yeah. So, and this is, this is pretty cool. I mean, for, for killing, I mean, not the, the killing part, but just the, as a, as a, as a technology. As a, yeah. yeah. So it was the, the, uh, heart attack gun fired a dart made of frozen, frozen shellfish toxin. And I guess with this, it would kill you in mere minutes and it wouldn't leave a trace. Um, it reminds me of that Simpsons episode where he, Homer eats the blowfish and I'm going to die, but he lives or, or did he? That's a conspiracy too. Oh, there you go. The Simpsons and, always. And all of the Simpsons, was it just him and his after? Well, anyway, so it's uh, shellfish toxin. What they would do <clears throat> is they would actually freeze the toxin in this little ice projectile. They're able to shoot this projectile up to like 300 feet from what I saw. Uh, it would <clears throat> it would hit your skin. It would leave a little tiny red mark, but nothing like it wouldn't even be a puncture wound like a needle would be. It'd be like a so bee sting almost. Yeah, it was just so like just so small that it was it was almost nothing. So they'd shoot the ice projectile into you, and voila, you're you've been poisoned. You had a heart attack uh, at the, you know, a heart attack at the young age of 33. Oh, it's not too uncommon, but it it happens. So. So yeah, so there is a basis for heart attack guns. They were apparently trying to use it on Fidel Castro, and this was the seventies when this was talked about. So, yeah, who, they, who knows what the technology is now? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So there's that. That so that's the that's the legacy of of poor Serge who who created this conspiracy theory, which you know is living long today. Uh, but let's let's talk about some other things that connect to it. All right, let's let's go. So yeah. what I've been seeing a lot of is uh, on the TikTok or Instagram and stuff like that and the conspiracy threads mm-hmm. that we're on is uh, basically just a, uh, an idea that it's uh, it's a form of control. It's a it's another form of uh, just implementing a religion, uh, a government. There's I've seen it from different angles. It can either be like an alien invasion or like a religious experience, like a collective religious experience. And that's that's the what I've been kind of seeing. So what what are some of the uh, things that you've taken away from your research that have to do with that, or that, that are different from that, or uh, let, let's let's hear it. Yeah. <clears throat> so this ties into something we've talked about. I feel like we reference this on a show every other episode, Project Paperclip, and I feel like we 
you mentioned this. We talk about the Nazis every single episode or so. We need, yeah, we we need to have like a Nazi bell or something because it's just, it really just... The know. Nazi swear jar? Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. You send each other money back and forth whenever yeah, exactly. says exactly. the, the Nazi word. You can't yeah. even say the N-word, right? Because that seems the worst. So I got to say Nazi. It's yeah. Nazi. Yeah, um, <laughs> it would be confusing. Yeah, it would be confusing. Like, all right, so it's tied to Nazis. Uh, how you say, well, Project Paperclip. You want to give some background on yeah. Project so Paperclip, Project Paperclip. Um, at the end of the World War II, when uh, you know Hitler was in his bunker, he committed suicide. All that stuff. There was a mad dash to get all of the top-ranking uh, scientific officials that were part of the SS or the the Nazi Party. Um, so that race was kind of like an arms race, and it was between Russia and and the and the United States primarily. And so we got uh, what was his name Rolando it's that's on the tip Warner of Warner von Braun Warner von, von Braun, Braun who's basically yeah. was, was basically uh who headed you know uh the NASA and the missions to the moon and and the rocket technologies and stuff like that and there's a wonderful uh documentary it's a short animated film um with um some of the US soldiers that were guarding these guys um because it was very top secret that we were bringing over Nazis and, and giving them refuge in the United States and giving them hop, you know, top, uh, you know, spots in, in, in the, uh, in the NASA, you know, program and, and just different, um, military, you know, programs and whatnot. So, um, this is, this is, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but this is actually fact. Like this is not even debatable. They, they brought them over and, um, they basically created the space race over here because the Nazis and G- Germany, at, at the time of the World War II were ahead of the game big time, you know, when it came to rocket technology and, um, you know, uh, space, the idea at the time of space exploration. So, yeah, it was, that's, that's what created the space race between the Russians and the United States was uh, the mad dash to get all these scientists over here. Yep, precisely. So it was originally called Project Overcast and it was later changed to Project Paperclip and I always wondered about the name, and I just found out why it was called Project Paperclip because as they, as the government officials who was trying to see who they were going to recruit or not, they would actually put a paperclip on their file basically saying, yep, we're keeping this guy, or nope, he's going to jail, or he's going to Nuremberg, and things like that. So Project Paperclip, we like you. We like these Nazis, basically. Uh, so yeah, and now to be that has to be a, a quote out of context. He'll say, like, tell us about quote. when you first became. What did Rolando say? No, he was talking in the third person. He was talking as a government official back in the 1930s. <laughs> yeah. he's not actually saying that he likes the Nazis. Uh, yep. Oh man, and then throw AI. You're, in, you're in trouble, buddy. I am in trouble. I say too much. I say too many wild things. So, yes, Warner Von Braun was the head of this rocket. Uh, rocket department here and and he he basically not he basically formed nasa so nazi equals nasa at least yeah. you know as far as the people who were there so when we we're celebrating you know our nasa achievements you know it's it's nazi achievements too sorry so to say but it's yeah it's i mean the news is it is what it is i, I actually saw this uh this clip where it's it this guy talking about uh scientists and you know the warren von Braun and stuff like that and it was some woman on the street that had no idea that that was what happened. And she's like, what are you even talking about? That is crazy. It's like, no, that those are facts. Those are facts. Like that is, and she got really belligerent about it. And it's just like, I'm not, I didn't create this history. This is just what happened. And they kind of kept it under wraps and they just 
you know, sell you this story that, you know, JFK said, we're going to the moon. And then, you know, the next week we're up in the moon. It, there was a lot of stuff in between that, that happened before he made that, you know, proclamation, you know? So just, yeah. Anyway, a lot of people don't know it. Ignorance is bliss. I guess so. So they say. Yeah. So, yeah. So Warner Von Braun headed the rocket department. Uh, We should talk about NASA as that's that's on our list of episodes because there's a lot of occult ties. There's magic ties. It gets it gets really weird. It's uh, Scientology ties. It gets it's very L. Ron Hubbard shows up. There's interesting stuff with that whole stuff. And why is that? We should do do a NASA episode. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, So so how this ties to Project Bluebeam. So the. Warner Braun Brown on his deathbed allegedly made some made some bold statements, and um, this was this is something that's being shared by a Carol Rosen. If you look at Carol Rosen, I guess today you would say she's one of those UFOologists. She's on those those sort of uh, you know, she makes the rounds there with the Travis Waltons and such, and the Stephen Greers. But she's legit. If you look at her background, she she worked. Uh, for all of these aerospace companies, she was a high-ranking person, so she has the credentials here. And she was the Warner Von Braun was her mentor. So what she says, right? No proof, but what she says, you know, kind of carries some weight. So she alleges that. So she was the corporate manager of Fairchild Industries from '74 to '77, where she met the the late uh, Dr. Warner Von Braun. He was dying of cancer, uh, and he said that the he said that there was a game being played in space. Uh, the, the, the game being the effort to weaponize space and to, to control earth from space and space itself here. So he gave her a few things on his deathbed. So some things to look out for, not too different from, uh, what Serge said as far as like the, the pretext for these next things here, which also pretty much equals project blue beam. He says that the next enemy was going to be asteroids, that, that we were going to be hit by some asteroids here, kind of like that movie Armageddon or, or Deep Impact sure. or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, that we would recognize that there was a threat from space because of asteroid and, and disasters with that. I don't, know if, I don't know if we've seen that quite yet, but I don't know, maybe Hawaii, they blame it on asteroids or something after all. So there, there was going to be some build, uh, a need to build space-based weapons, uh, a la Armageddon, the movie there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that there was going to be some... some uh, you know, basically terrorism that, you know, with terrorism being considered an enemy, you can, it wasn't just uh, like saying Russia or China, it's anyone right. can be declared a, a terrorist. So it's basically starting a war that will never end. He said that the final card would be the one, um, the one against aliens or extraterrestrials. He said that, that this would be the, their last sort of uh, end game here. And he told Carol to remember that, that when we go, when we start building, space-based weapons against aliens that it's all a lie because we are the aliens Mm. so he's also alleging that this was being created as a form of control here right so when he says we are the aliens what do you what do you personally think he means by that he's just saying that well i I guess uh i mean from what she's alleging is is that it's like this project bluebeam that it's going to be a a group within the government who 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 are dressing up or using hologram technology and, and things like that to right. basically create false flags, almost like terrorist attacks within themselves. But instead of uniting a country against another country or against another idea, it's uniting us as a, as a know, one world, as a one world. Yeah. Earth-based civilization um, against the worlds out there, um, ushering in, you know, getting rid of religion, getting rid of uh, 
just the things that that separate us and saying we're all in line with this new world order. Yeah. So in- interesting stuff here. What else? What else do you got on Bluebeam? Uh, uh, Stephen Greer. So I want to talk about Stephen Greer because he is he's been the the face of this alien disclosure project, and I've yes. seen him all over the place on social media. He was doing an interview with Vlad. And he's doing uh, some mainstream interviews now. He's doing them on like, you know, uh, he's on hip hop shows. He's hip, yeah. He's on yeah. everywhere. I mean, he's, you, you don't find many documentaries on uh, Netflix. Like as far as UFO goes, maybe on Tubi, you find a whole lot, maybe on uh, uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime. There's a, ho- there's a whole lot, but uh, for the few that they have, Stephen Greer is part of those. So he's, he's, you know, the, He's the, the voice and face for a lot of people who are learning about this alien stuff here. Um, so with Stephen Greer, he's also pushing this narrative along. He's saying that there's aliens out there, but he's saying that they're benevolent aliens. They're, they're here to help us. They're friendly aliens. If they were unfriendly, they could have destroyed we us. You would have seen it by now. Yeah. Yeah. And that the reason why they're kind of doing this slow game of peekaboo is because he's waiting for us to be ready or something like that. Ready, ready for our chakras to align. I don't know. But he is saying that there is a group in the government that is using this reverse technology to do bad things and that, that this Project Bluebeam could very much be them. That if we see uh, an alien invasion happening in any major city that believe that it's, it's not really aliens, it's humans that are doing it. Right. That's- okay, so Stephen Greer is, is doing the rounds talking about Aliens, alien disclosure, and he's been okay. talking more and more about this false alien uh, idea here. Uh, he talked about, uh, I saw it on Vlad actually, uh, talking about this whistleblower named Michael Herrera. And then I, I pulled up this testimony of Michael Herrera, who tells a, an incredible story here. He talks about how he was a Marine and he seems legit. He was on a rescue mission in, uh, in, in South Asia there, that there was a tsunami that had hit one of the, one of the cities there. He says that this was in the 2000s during Obama's presidency and that there was some, some evidence that some of Obama's family was in that town there. So they were sent, in there, sent over there to, to help with uh, delivering supplies, to help anyone, but really get that family out there. He said the first thing that they want to do as a, as a Marine is you want to get to high ground. Once you get to high ground, you can see everything around you. You can see you know, your vantage point, see where it's safe, see, see all of that. So that's what they did. They started going up to the highest point in this area they're at. They had some weapons with them and, and such and such. So they get there as they're, as they're getting up through the, the tree line and such. They see a basically like a flying saucer that's just in front of them and that they're all kind of shocked and, and to see that. They also notice that there's these soldiers there. They're American soldiers uh, that they didn't really notice at first because they're looking at this flying saucer behind them. But that these soldiers there with big weapons, they they point guns at them. They have trucks there and that they're being, you know, they're, they're being, uh, held up. The, the, these, these mercenaries who outnumber them, you know, put guns, they tell them, put their hands up, all that. Plus there's a freaking flying saucer there and they're told to turn around. He said that some of the stuff that they saw there was that this craft was loading up something. Uh, he says that he thought it was drugs. He thought it was, um, some sort of uh, some sort of weapons and things that they were they were trafficking weapons. Another person, a witness that he talks to, said that there was like plastic bags filled with bodies that they were trafficking people during this natural disaster. And anyway, it gets kind of crazy. He says that the that they were able to see the the craft that's uh, 
you know, attached to this base that had all those materials connected. It flew off. It flew past the tree line. He said it flew off at a great speed. It didn't shake the trees at all. And that it just took off to like the other side of the sky. No sonic boom, no sound. Uh, that the mercenaries were threatening to kill them, but they ended up just like kind of tying them up and, and sending them back to base. And they were, you know, told not to say anything. And, you know, here he is, you know, saying stuff. It's an interesting idea, not so different from those uh, Peru aliens, you know, mm-hmm. where mercenaries with this advanced technology. And who's to say if it was an actual craft or not? It could have been a hologram. Like if I was uh, with some soldiers going up against other soldiers who had similar weapons and they had a freaking flying saucer behind them, you probably would like, you know, put your hands up like, okay, we're not going to win this, whether it's real or not. So it's, it's an interesting idea there. Yeah, that is interesting. I think, uh, I mean, there's something to that. And they said that uh, Michelle Obama was there as well. Or was <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just, we can cut that out. I thought, I thought you had mentioned that the Obamas were with them or something. Oh, the, the Obama family was, uh, was, uh, they were sent to they were sent to help you know the people in the tsunami, but the the um, that the Obama some some of the Obamas not necessarily uh, you know uh, Barack or his kids, but that some extended cousins or something were in the town and that they were there to oh, attract okay. them. We'll, 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 let's cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that. <laughs> okay, that's a really interesting story. Yeah, yeah. So, are these mercenary groups like is this Cobra Commander exist? Are they using it to to steal people during natural disasters and um, you know scare people away from their gold? Like what's right. going on? That's that's wild, dude. That's wild. And, and in some ways, it it might be even wilder than aliens in my, my mind. One hundred percent. I think if that's if like if a group that's, of if that's the case, you know, tractors or villains are out there just doing their crimes. And uh, one reference I had made about that story was: Have you ever seen the movie Hard Rain? With Christian Slater and Morgan Freeman? I, no, I haven't. I, I know what you're talking about, but I've never yeah, actually. You, yeah. you, you probably know the tagline. It's I don't remember it either, but basically they um, they commit like a bank robbery under cover of the town being flooded. Okay. So this is like that same story where it's like, okay, these mercenaries are like, hey, this country is being hit by natural disasters. Perfect time to steal people, weapons, and drugs. And oh yeah, we have also advanced technology, which helps, but. Like, right, we got the spacecraft, whatever. That is yeah, fucking wild, dude. That is wild. So, mm-hmm. anything else on Project Bluebeam? Any last thoughts before we? The the last thing I want to share is population reduction. Is is why are these things coming to a head now that twenty twenty four is around the corner and things like that? Some stuff I looked at is there. There's some. There's a website called Deagle.com, and there was. There was some uh, predictions that they, I guess the site's down now, but there was some predictions that they had put out a couple years ago where they were saying that the world populations of like all the major countries was going to be reduced dramatically. And I mean by like 60 to 70% in 2025. And that's a question. Any reasoning why or what's, obviously resources, right? But what what is, is, they're saying that they're going to do this on purpose. That's, that's a well, thing. that's where people are asking, like, what information do you have to make that make that bold claim? And I guess a lot of their stuff has been uh, pretty accurate up to that point. But a lot of the major countries are, are, are you know, are going to get hit. Um, I guess the the Deagle Corporation is like a branch of the U.S. military uh, intelligence. And so it's, you know, reported to have some sort of, you know, legit 
background and things like that. But it's it's interesting. And now that site is not something you can access. I remember I was looking at it during COVID time and it ties into ideas like the whole, uh, the, the, those stones that were put up, the, uh, like the American, I can't think of the name. Those were destroyed, but where there was these. The Rosetta stones? The, the, American, the Yeah, the, yeah. Not, the, yeah, they weren't Rosetta, but I can't think of the name of it, but it, but it had a. Uh, survival. Uh, the, survival the Georgia stone. Guides, Georgia Guidestones. Uh, yes. The Georgia Guidestones. So there was like some, some commandments on there, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. So, um, so is this tied with it? You know, are we, you know, there's some ideas that there's going to be um, just, I, I think a lot of young people are stopping or don't want to have kids. So there could be some population reduction there. Um, epidemics, it could be war, could be all of those things here as far as trends that could lead to that. But um, is a fake alien of attack on the agenda to help reduce the population come 2024, 2025? I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but that's just some information that's out there. Yeah. I mean, you're, you, you got a big old smile on your face. You're, you're hoping that. Comes to <laughs> I like scaring people. <laughs> I don't like scaring people or anything, but, <laughs> but die, motherfuckers. I, I think it just, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it all means. It's just like there, there is some stuff where it seems like, is everything coming to a head with all this? I think we, it's something we've been talking about. What's, what's the next steps of this disclosure? Is something going to come out of this? Something good, perhaps something bad. And I don't know if I don't, I mean, I, we, we hear about the whole kind of like space brothers and things, the utopia and our chakras are aligned finally. But the other side of that coin is the, the alien apocalypse or fake alien apocalypse. It's the, you know, the religious rapture, it's the climate change Armageddon. So it's all these different groups that are in alignment with stuff getting bad, which I think is the scariest thing is mm-hmm. you have, you have climate change people who may not even believe in a God who may be atheists, uh, who are in agreement with the religious people, the Jesus is returning in our lifetime. That's why things are so bad along with these, you know, the people who are like, I don't believe in that stuff, but the aliens are coming and it's going to get bad. They're all sort of in alignment with this in order for us to get to that next step of good. A whole lot of bad got to happen. Yeah. And that's, that's probably the scariest thing is when those groups are, are in alignment with some ideas. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe it's time to build those, those bunkers or something. With a big old smile on your face again. <laughs> I'm not going to build a bunker, but like, <laughs> I, I don't have to work. So the, the other thing, the other ideas that I want to throw out there that tie into Project Bluebeam, uh, for one would be the the world, War of the Worlds broadcast that was done by Orson Welles. Uh, this yeah, the, radio, the, ra- the radio broadcast. Yeah, 1938 here. Uh, so it, it was interesting. You know, radio was the way you'd listen to your entertainment there. And this was a radio show, but the way that Orson presented it was it was done as as like a fake newscast where it was, you know, there where it was like a, a play within a play where it would be, hey, uh, we're interrupting this special special announcement to talk about something that just happened. There was there's been a, a weird crash that would happen over on the other side of town. We'll, we'll keep it updated. Let's go back to this. We have a man on the street, you know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden hell's breaking loose and all that. And it, it freaked people out, uh, depending on sources that you read either it was it was overblown and it wasn't that big a deal freaking people out or there were hundreds and thousands of people fleeing cities and freaking the heck out that there was an actual invasion here just to you know kind of just illustrate put the put the uh spotlight on what happens when people think that they're being invaded by aliens here yeah absolutely you know i I, i've always been from the school that um people got really freaked out by it i actually have the vinyl for that it's it's actually one of the coolest productions radio productions i've ever heard you know it's just so 
uh, imaginative and the sound effects that they did and they had people coming in and out. It was, it was awesome. It was, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was like a found footage film yeah, as a radio found, show. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, cool. Where, yeah. The other idea I want to hit on, uh, this is something I've, I've heard before and something I've been seeing Stephen Greer talking about it as well because he, again, is the whole aliens are friends. They do nice stuff. And if it's aliens that are doing bad stuff, then it must not be aliens. So he's tying an, an idea together about alien abductions. Uh, alien abductions, right? We've, we've, sure. they're big in the 90s. You know, that aliens are kidnapping people and doing experimentation on them and then kidnapping them or bringing them back home. They have missing time. They have implants. They're getting their genetic material and babies stolen from them, things like that. He's saying that this, this may actually be a continuation of MK Ultra. Yeah. That how, okay. So, in, in what regard that these are, these are uh, hallucina- hallucinations that are happening um, because of the mind control MKUltra program? Yeah, uh, well, that's part of it. Uh, so the, the first famous uh, like abduction uh, in, in UFO lore is Betty and Barney Hill. Uh, they, they were on the night of uh, September 19, 1961. They were an interracial couple, uh, Barney being a black man, Betty being a, a white woman here interracial married couple they were driving home from a vacation in canada where they alleged that there was a ball of light um following them that was starting to get closer and closer it was freaking them out and it was no one was around uh, eventually it gets in front of them and they were able to see this weird craft and then all of a sudden they remember just uh they're driving and they're it's hours later and through hypnosis they're able to detail this account that's that's really become the the uh the 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 uh, formula for like all alien abductions, right? You get hypnotized, you recount how there was missing time, that you were taken by these little big-headed aliens, skinny guys, the greys, all these experiments and all of that. But they were one of the first ones here. There's been some ideas that it, yeah, that it was MK Ultra that they were, uh, that they may have been targeted because of their ties to the civil rights movement or because they were an interracial couple and that they, or just, or just random that they had some brainwashing being done to them and that some of these ideas, the reason why they've evolved it to be aliens is so that if you, you tell someone, Hey, the government kidnapped me and did these tortures and shocked me and all that. I think people would believe you because of what we know. Mm -hmm. You start saying all of that with aliens did it. Then they took me back home. Okay. You're crazy. I don't believe you at all. So Mm -hmm. it does, you know, it's it's psychological in that regard. There's even an idea that maybe it's not all in your brain that it's, it's it's these guys actually snatching you up in ships there, right? If the mercenaries in Peru are are yeah, why doesn't the U.S. government have a flying saucer? Exactly. Okay. Right. And there's this interesting episode of the X Files, one of their best episodes, may have won a an Emmy. <clears throat> if you watch, I mean, X Files. If you're watching this here, the show, you you probably know a little bit about X Files or should. It's on Prime. It's on a lot of stuff there. If there's one episode you see, maybe see the pilot and see this episode called Jose Chung's from Outer Space. It's crazy. Jesse the Body Ventura is in it. He plays a Men in Black, who, which we should talk about Men in Black. In this, in this episode, uh, just like Betty and Barney Hill, a, a young couple, they're driving down the, you know, a forest road, no cars around, a flying saucer stops right in front of them, beam of light. Gray aliens, you know, the big eyes slip from out. They, they come down in front of them. They're walking toward the car. The, the couple, they're frozen. They, they end up like passing out as the aliens come and they snatch them off the street. The aliens are dragging them, literally dragging them uh, across the ground 
all of a sudden this triangle ship comes up and flies right next to the flying saucer ship. Uh, a beam of light comes out and this big, like hairy, giant cyclops type beast has one eye, it's a hairy creature. It comes down and walks up to the aliens and the aliens start talking English like, what is that? I don't know. And then this this whole episode is a, is kind of a mind fuck where you're wondering what's fake, what's real. Uh, there's men in black that are just there to confuse you. Uh, a really good job by Jesse the Body Ventura in that episode as well. But, but kind of the, I guess, central idea of it was that these are, the greys are actually air force men or CIA agents that are doing these abduction experiments in these costumes and that they were actually captured mid-abduction by a real alien that abducted them and then planted all this false stuff. But it's, it's a wild episode. You don't really know what's going on or not. It's cool imagery. Definitely one I highly recommend, but it ties into this idea that there may be humans that are pretending to be aliens abducting people along with maybe aliens out there too. I don't know, but just it's, it's wild. It's fun. It's cool to speculate. I don't have the answers. I just like bringing up the ideas. There you go. Love it. Any, th- any thoughts on any of this stuff, any of the stuff we talked about? I, I, re- I remember specifically the, uh, the, the uh, X-Files episode. And I, I remember just, that was a, that was one of the best ones that one. And then there was like a, uh, an almost uh, like a twin peaks, spoof episode that they did as well and those were and then there was a brady bunch episode where the kid just basically like his perception makes reality and those those were like my top three so yeah absolutely check out x files if you haven't if you're a youngin and and you haven't watched it that was uh, a big source of of uh, knowledge when we were growing up uh and you know they had the movies it was it was a pop cultural phenomenon Phenomenon. at the time Yeah. yeah so indeed and any final thoughts on Project Bluebeam? I threw a lot of stuff out here. Yeah, so tie it in a bow and send them off. Yeah, so before we for, before we get on business, I'll I'll, I'll talk to uh, talk to that point. It's not it's not beyond, in my opinion, the government to try to to try to do something like Project Bluebeam. But uh, I will say this: I think with this with this uh, hearing that you know we talked about for the previous two weeks here, we we had an episode air before. Um, the Montauk project, but we talked a little bit about it in the Montauk project as well. So check out those episodes after the seeing the reaction of the public. Uh, if they're, if they're trying to do a fake alien invasion, they might want to go back to the drawing boards because <laughs> no one gave a fucking shit. Like it was it, like, it, it was just a comical thing for millennials and generation Z and generation X. Like no one gave a hoot, you know what I mean? And maybe we we're just so jaded from the past, I don't know, 20 years that it's just like okay well whatever you know i gotta go buy milk and eggs and right. and pay mortgage and stuff like that so well my car yeah yep no one gives a shit guys um but that's uh that's that's pretty funny but i that that's that's where i kind of uh personally i kind of like that vibe you know no one's giving a shit and just you just kind of move along with your life and do your thing and we get to do show like this and all that stuff but anyway that's that's kind of my thing. I, I don't I don't I don't put it past the government to try to to try to do stuff like this, but uh, I don't really know how they would orchestrate it at a mass scale where every not everyone with a cell phone wouldn't be calling bullshit. You know, hey, there's that guy uh, running the the drone that ran you know the Buddha. I got him on tape. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to yeah. have yeah. we have a malfunctioning Buddha drone over in India or somewhere. <laughs> Like this, this Jesus, it, it worked well everywhere else, but over in South Africa, it's just, yeah, now nah, there's the, it's pixelating. It's not pixelating. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, they yeah. don't, we'll, we'll have to go back to the drawing boards. What about these super villain groups that are 
protecting that is gold mines no, and that was, dealing that is things during I mean, tsunamis. Like, that's going to be the progression of shit, though, right? Like they even black market technology stuff like that. Like that's the that's yeah. the, the natural progression of it all, right? Uh, once again, to bring it back to Marvel, like the Spider-Man yeah. movies were basically that. You know, they they uh, yeah. were recovering the uh, the technology. Yeah, well, with Hawkman and well, I mean, all the Spider-Man movies talk basically is this episode. Right, yeah. The yeah. recovered technology and then the, Mysterio. Technology, Mysterio, the drones, right? It's all, but it's, I don't know. It's it's very interesting. Like, I, I'm going to keep my eye to like weird crimes happening that they're like, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It, you know, the Mothman came and stole something. Like, really? The Mothman? He came and he, he held a gun in my face and then he flew off in his giant wings. Like, man, maybe the Mothman is real or maybe the Eagle Vulture, I should say the Vulture <laughs> technology Right. Some guy in a rhino costume ran through a brick wall. No he, shit. Yeah. No, it's wild, dude. It's uh, I that I I could. I mean, if we have technology, like that's going to happen. It's going to, and we have jetpacks. I mean, you 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 see in jetpack races on ESPN, you know, Quattro or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah I, I remember Michael Jackson flying away from one of his concerts in like the late '80s, early '90s, and it looked pretty convincing. Like he was like he someone flew off in a freaking jetpack. I was like, yeah. I can't wait till I get mine in ten years. Newsflash: We aren't getting. I don't jet see pack. any jetpacks in the in the near future on Amazon or that. But yeah. apparently these apparently these Green Goblin armored guys got them. So no shit, man. Should have joined the, the, <laughs> the Brazilian the Brazilian gold mafia. Yeah, yeah, Do it. exactly. Do it. You're gonna have to. Well, I mean, if you have a leg up, you don't know Spanish, so you can learn Portuguese, so you'll be good to go. True, yeah. true, absolutely. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I gotta say about all of it. No, fuck it. Fuck so, it. I'm gonna work tomorrow. Yeah, I got. I got yeah. shit to do. Well, this I has been it. fun as always. Uh, let's let's talk a little business. Let's talk a little business. We're gonna wrap up uh, on that. So uh, if you, if you guys like the show, uh, and you and you think of someone, I know it's not on the forefront of your mind always, um, as it is for ours, but. If you think that somebody else might like it as well, please go ahead and share it and tell them to tell them to follow. It does help us. Um, we just hit the hundred mark over on uh, Spotify, and we're we're coming up on uh, two thousand downloads, uh, which is uh, you know for people that don't know, it's pretty good. Uh, so we're going to be able to do some uh, ads for Spotify now, which is nice. Uh, we are also uh, just started a YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to be starting a Patreon and putting uh, backlogged episodes on there, and we will. Uh, you know, that, that'll help us as well. Uh, get funds so that we can do this more and uh, make the quality of the show even better for you. Um, theory of conspiracy at Instagram.com. What else, Rolando? I'm just getting tired of plugging at this point, but we yeah. got to do it. We got to do it. I think Twitter will be the next thing that we create here. But yes, we just launched YouTube, put up the, the back catalog of episodes on there. So if uh, you have any friends or family who may not want to listen on, on Spotify or Apple, but prefer the YouTube route. We have that that uh, taken care of there. And yeah, uh, continue, you know, interact with the polls that we put out there, interact with us, uh, ask questions, talk about what what kind of stuff you want to see. Give us your ideas. Yeah. Uh, maybe just, you want to be a guest. You know, we're, we're open to all of that. We're open we don't to have any, all of it, guys. You know, we don't have any hard rules and we, we're open to pretty much everything. The world is our oyster here. So there's yeah, no and even if we don't off of... Uh, yeah, even if we don't necessarily agree with the, your theory, we want to hear it as well. You know, we're, we like to get the information out there as well. So, uh, yeah, just uh, share, uh, follow if you're not following. If you're listening, thank you. But just hit that follow button. It does make a world of difference for us. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, as always, uh, you know, have a healthy distrust. And Rolando, last words. 
Stay weird, everybody, and uh, keep your eye to the skies. All right. Thanks, guys.